Well, it's the Fart Locker Podcast with JT and Robert. On this week's episode, we continue our interview with Hella the Hacker. Hella, how can I help you? I'm sorry, you said your name was what? Noah. Noah? Hey, Noah, this is Satchel. I'm sorry, one more time. You broke up a little bit. Sorry, sorry. Your name's Noah? Yes, ma'am. Hey, this is Satchel Rhinestone. Okay, gotcha. What can I help you with? Yeah, I was wondering, uh, do you guys have inside seating right now where you can sit down, get a drink, little treat? Oh, yes, ma'am. Okay, uh, and um, do you guys have fresh fruits or veggies or anything like that? Maybe even a salad? Uh, no, ma'am. The only thing we have are, like, bagels and pastries. Perfect. Bagel. I, I stopped feeding my python meat, and him and I are going to come have a cup of coffee, sit down, hang out for a bit. Is that all right? Yeah, of course. Okay, good, good, good. He's not an aggressive snake. He's less than 20 feet long, and he genuinely usually just wraps around me, and I feed him out of my oh, hand. Wait, you, I'm sorry, you said a snake? No, a python, a ball python, yeah. Oh, yeah, we can't have live animals inside of the shop. Oh, it's an emotional support snake. In the shop. Uh, we can only have uh, support dogs in here we can't have any other kind of animals in the shop oh sure no 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 it's an emotional support snake though yes ma'am i understand but we just can't have it in the shop yeah but it's for my emotional support so the the federal government said that the snake's good to go right uh yes ma'am but our policy has us to where we can only allow support dogs in the shop um but it's with the city ordinance that we have to follow well, let me ask you this. If if the law is unjust, is it just to break the law? I'm sorry, ma'am. I, it's not like my hands are tied on it. I can't allow the snake in the shop. I completely understand what you're saying, but kind of humor me here. Answer me. If you think a law is unjust, is it just to break the law, Noah? I'm sorry, ma'am, I can't give that opinion on that. We just have a policy where we don't get, like, political or anything. Sure, sure, sure. I'm not even um, being political, I promise. I'm not, I'm a, I'm a communist. That, I don't I have nothing to be political with you about, I promise. Yes, ma'am, I understand. But if you think a law is unjust, is it then just to break the law? I'm sorry, ma'am, respectfully, I cannot give my opinion on that. Okay, completely understand where you're coming from. Uh... I don't know if you know this, but I was actually talking about how it's unjust to not allow my emotional support snake in there, so. Yes, ma'am, I get I am so sorry. Don't be um, sorry. I am just following city ordinance. I completely understand, and let me ask you, if the city said, you know, that people with blue eyes shouldn't be allowed to drink water, would you stop serving water to people with blue eyes? I'm sorry, ma'am, are there any other questions I can help you with? What time should me and my snake be there? I'm sorry, I can't allow you to come in with your snake. We can sit outside? You can sit outside, but I can't let you bring the snake into the shop. Even just to get a drink? Yes, ma'am, even to just get a drink. Do you want me to leave my snake outside and then come in? If you would like, we have a curbside order where you can download our app and we can bring the drink out to your car if you'd like. Or we can bring it out to you after you order it on the app, but I cannot allow you to bring the snake or leave it unattended. Well, let me ask you this. Let's say 
I bring a uh, an apparatus of sorts to attach the snake um, concealed. I'm talking about a backpack. Let's say I had a backpack and I put my snake in there, but I don't tell anyone that I have a snake in my backpack. I'm sorry, I wouldn't know the answer to that. Well, let me ask you this. If a law is unjust, is it just to break the law? Respectfully, ma'am, I cannot answer that. Okay, okay. Well, do you have any questions for me? Uh, no, ma'am. Okay. Well, before I let you go, are you a, uh, a pet owner? Yes, ma'am, I am. What type of pet? Dogs. Let me ask you something. If someone told you that you couldn't live in an apartment because you had your dog, would you say, okay? Or would you say, what if I put it in a backpack? What if I keep him outside? I'm sorry, ma'am. Is there anything else I can help you with? It's mostly the snake issue, Noah. Uh, I gave you all the answers. I can't, uh, there's nothing else I can do really on that with the city ordinance and everything. We are just allowed to allow support dogs into the shop. Mm. Well, I guess I will have to slither else there, won't I? <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'm so sorry. You have a great rest of your day. Noah, please don't be sorry. I, I hope you feel fulfilled today, and I hope you have a successful day. And uh, thank you for answering my questions. I'm sorry that we couldn't come to an agreement. Um, and, you know, I'm sure we'll talk again in the future. Of course. You have a great rest of your day, too. Thank you, Noah. Are you guys doing uh, in uh, you sit down sit down uh, inside sit down service? Yeah, we do have some open tables in our lobby. Okay, okay. Right. Um, right, cool. Do you guys serve? Do you guys have apples and pears? No, we don't. Uh, any type of fresh fruit or salads? Uh, we have a quinoa salad, but no like fresh fruit. Okay, I got a very large python. I'm gonna bring in, but I haven't been feeding him meat. Uh, are we good to get the quinoa and enjoy ourselves? Are you talking like a snake? Yeah, a python. A ball python. Yeah, you can't bring a snake in here. No, no, no. It's an emotional support snake. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you can sit down. Me and my python can enjoy a bowl of quinoa? Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much. I'll see you in 20 minutes. Uh -huh. All right, bye. <laughs> Alright, well, I have a major question. Is you yeah, told me a bit of a crazy story. The bus story? The bus story. And I fucking here's the thing, I've known you like speed long enough that I just believe it outright. I have zero doubt on it. Right? It's just like that's insane, that's true, you know? Well, I don't have any reason to lie about it. Yeah. But yeah, it was pretty insane. Yeah. So I just saw the little walk us through uh, what the story is. Start from start from the tippity top, wherever you think it begins, and uh, blow me away. <laughs> so I had moved into this new area, and there were, like, you know, a lot of people that I, like, still never met. Like, I already moved away and, and all that, but... Like, you could just, like, 
I always had this sense when I was there that you're just like being watched like a little bit more than like your average like neighborhood or whatever or anywhere like I don't know like it was cool though because you could tell there was like a really strong like community there mm-hmm. like like everyone was still talking to each other and helping each other out even though it's like the middle of COVID but you know there were definitely some things that like wouldn't ever get into but you know some things that probably weren't like strictly speaking legal happening and so I moved into this place and I noticed like before even the bus thing happened there were multiple times where um I saw like network traffic coming in trying to connect to my laptop through SSH Hmm. um which is like how you get access to someone else's machine like if you have ssh turned on you can you know type in the username and the password and ip address and like log into that machine make it do whatever you want um and so there were a few times where i i like recorded that network traffic and and everything like i saw like where it was coming from but i suspect that they were using a vpn so i don't have their real ip address i just have whatever encryption like you have a phony yeah. IP address, but you yeah. have IP addresses they're using. Well, yeah, like the, so, the VPN. So like you were your IP address, but right. Yeah, like I have I have network traffic like coming and trying to like people trying to hack me basically trying to get access to my devices. Um, and there were there were actually a couple times where I saw that like my cell phone location was not in the right location. Like, it had been, like, spoofed. It was, like, in a different place. And I, like, you know, destroyed my SIM card with fire and got a new phone and all that. But Right. Um, um, so, uh, j- that that's a pretty interesting thing you mentioned, though, seeing that your phone wasn't in the place it really was. How far off was it? Was it, like, it was a block away or is it, like, you're, you know, it's, like... It was, like, it was like a few blocks away. Okay, so like, like four or five blocks? Two, like two blocks away, like two or three. But it, was it minimal enough for it to be like just, I don't know, like lag or incorrectness? Or you like know this connects to a satellite? It's well, no, not minimal. it was like, like, I mean, I had like good connection and everything. And mm-hmm. there, there's no reason why it should be more than like 60 feet off. But it was like, you know, several hundred feet. Okay. And like, I had also like had this this just like weird sense like i would go to the grocery store and like all these different places and just like had this like sense of being followed and i like i was always sure like who it was or like like what was going on but like definitely was like having this like sort of just you know i knew people were trying to hack me on my laptop started to suspect maybe someone had already like basically cloned my sim card or, or something along those lines mm-hmm. so then um this one day i get on the bus and you know i'm just like going to pick up a friend from work and there's like two other people on the bus and one of them gets off and uh so it's just me and this dude on the bus and he holds up this pair of glasses and mind you, he has like a scarf and glasses and a hat and like, you know, like just completely covered. 
Does he um, look uh, like a homeless guy, or does he look like a rich guy? No, he, he looked. He looked like clean cut. He looked like he was well off and mm-hmm. and like had good hygiene or whatever. But just was like completely covered up. Like didn't want me to see his face. Or Where didn't want anyone to see his face? So um, you don't have to specify like what neighborhood this was, but like what what time of the year was it? Because if he's completely covered up and it's like the middle of July, like that's very sus. Especially somewhere in Texas, but like, yeah, no, it it was so like Northern California, like towards the end of summer. Okay, okay. So make it pretty hot, Northern California. Yeah, so yeah. it's 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 still pretty sus. Suspiciously that, like, covered up, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. So um, it's just you and him on the bus. Just me and him on the bus, and um, he holds up this pair of glasses that there's like. A baby picture of me wearing these glasses like they're like glasses from my childhood and like I know where those baby pictures are at so if if this person like somehow got access to those that means like they straight up like snuck into someone's house that I know um let alone like even figured out who was holding my baby pictures for me like that's just ridiculous so um yeah, this dude holds up this pair of glasses that are, like, orange and green, mm-hmm. and he's, like, trying to give them to me. He's, like, a couple seats in front of me. And um, I was just kind of, like, looking at him weird and, like, not responding, and he, like, gets up, and he's about to exit the bus, and he, like, tells the bus driver, make sure, like, she gets these and, like, sets them in the uh, little lost and found tray and like walks off and I had to keep going like I was like late to pick someone up so like I wasn't about to like chase that person down and find out like where the fuck they came from but yeah like it was just super weird and I got this sense that like basically you know from what I can sort of piece together from not just what I've said here but like a lot of different experiences it felt like there was some sort of three-letter agency that was, like, trying to recruit me to get me to, like, snitch on stuff that my neighbors were doing. Hmm. And it was just, like, so fucking creepy. Still creeped out by it. So showing up glasses that look like they're from a baby photo of you, that's creepy, without a doubt. But what connects that action to uh, a three-letter agency or, you know... Yeah, so so this is um, just something that I had happened to have already, like, heard about in the past, um, talking with, like, a close group of other hacker friends who uh, mentioned, like, just that that's, like, a recruiting tactic. It's supposed to be, like, if you can understand what your mission's supposed to be, then you, like, take these classes, and you're, like, accepting your mission, and like apparently somebody like went through this process mm-hmm. and uh was like debriefed at the end and they like brought him in and like told him all this stuff and like they like offered him a job and shit and he like turned it down but um yeah apparently that's like a thing that they do so they don't quote me on that because like you know this is also just me hearing this from somebody online no less (laughs) but um yeah no like 
like just based on my experience and and all the like creepy shit that's happened to me it definitely seems likely to me so it so the so you believe that they go through this this agency would go through all these steps to a you know basically get get your profile you know figure out who you are and what you do try to get onto your own network and get your sim card do you think that was just to like get to know you better to make sure like they wanted to recruit you like or that's was like it, a vetting process is like well, owning her computer and owning her sim or was it maybe like the, it was a test to see if you could stop them from doing that, it well yeah that, that's also a good point too like you know maybe it's like not even for the purpose that I thought it was maybe it's something else entirely but um with the kind of uh like data collection Mm -hmm. capabilities that like the nsa and the fbi have um it seems entirely possible to me that they could basically just search for like okay who's looking up these sorts of things who's using a vpn who's using tor um and you know since they're collecting metadata on like every single packet sent Mm -hmm. like in the entire united states and several other countries it's relatively easy for them to trace back like where a tor connection came from so you like think you're being smart and using this tool that's going to make you anonymous but like with enough money you're not going to be anonymous basically so it, it seems possible to me that like you know, they could identify you just from like seeing what kinds of things you're Googling and, you know, what, what types of online activities you're doing. And, um, but you're saying that out there, there's a short list of people that are essentially suspected or known hackers purely by the, the traffic that they're already intercepting purely by the data that either the NSA or another organization just has. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely certain things that you can do as a citizen that are, like, red flags mm-hmm. for those agencies. So, Buying um, too many rage I mean, against the machine albums. We know that there's, like, <laughs> lists of people. Oh, what's that? He said buying too many rage against the machine albums. <laughs> that's that's one of them. Buying the anarchist exactly. cookbook is another. But I'm guessing it's if... if especially... In your in your sense, it's like googling all these different ways of, you know, how to how to get onto someone else's Wi-Fi, or how to you know go through the back end of a network. Um, I guess it's like if 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 it, if that pattern keeps showing up in their data, then it's like that's what gets you flagged. In that sense, I mean, do you even think this could this experience could have just been the Fed saying we're freaking watching you? You know what I mean, like. Don't, yeah, no, hey, little hacker girl, don't get too big for your britches. Like, do you think that, I mean, I'm just guessing here. Honestly, you told me this story, and I spend hours thinking about it now. So I have I have every single guessing game in the world you can imagine about what who who they are and what they wanted. But I mean, the only, the only thing kind of like that would be a step up from a, a secret agency following you and doing that type of stuff would almost the only other thing I could think of is almost like a, a like an alien encounter to be honest that would be as like weird and not not to say it's like oh this is like not believable but just it even even hearing the story and 
you know, having those glasses and being on the bus, like, alone with that guy and, the, I mean, the driver's there, but does he really count? Um, like, it it, does, it it gives me this, like, uneasy feeling, too. It's the heebie-jeebies. It's a yeah. ghost story, yeah. except it's our government. Yeah, it's like, Or you know, whatever. I would have preferred aliens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this, that, that kind of brings... I don't know brings... why they didn't send aliens. That would have been cool as shit. How long ago did this happen? Um... Like in 2020. And you think you're going to, that was the last major event or has there been other little things since? Um, well, I I don't know how to define like major event. Well, that's major to me. Um, has there been any other instances where maybe you, you saw another person with those glasses again or any connection that it's like the only way they would, you know kind of even if it was something else from like your childhood or you know like a personal item that only someone with like that personal information would be able to know that about you maybe seeing that again or did you still notice people like on your network trying to get in or anything well, else with your phone funny enough the the hacking attempts like stopped after a while cuz i kept like you know like flagging them and like uh-huh. responding and um like disconnecting like from the network if I needed to or just like straight up switching to a different operating system um just like you know security through obfuscation um but yeah like after I made it like hard enough for them to keep getting access I I think they kind of gave up after a while right um so I feel I feel pretty proud of that actually I feel like I I probably like pissed them off but i also noticed like it was what was really odd was like around that time a bunch of fucking helicopters were like overhead all the time like one of them like came right over my apartments and just like hovered there above the apartments for hella long and then like took off after a while um what kind of helicopter like did i don't I don't know, like, the different kinds or, like, how to identify them. Like, with guns on it? <laughs> no, not, not with guns on it. <laughs> like, it, did, it, did it look like a... Guns, but... I mean, it, you know, it, it could be different just because, you know, even in Austin and going around Texas, you know, there, there's a lot of Army bases and uh, the Air Force base in San Antonio. So it's like, we, like, growing up here in Austin, for me, like... I, I can remember different times, even even when I was like five on the playground during school, like seeing, you know, Apache helicopters flying over and thinking the world's about to end. But it's really just like, oh, well, like, you know, Fort Hood, you know, th- they're running exercises or it's just no, like the the Air Force Base, like they're they're going up to, you know, Fort Hood or somewhere, you know, north. It's like they're just flying over because they're just flying over. Um, well, I mean, what I'm talking about is like, like for several months, like helicopters like coming out uh-huh. to that like specific area, like almost every fucking day, like really, like out of nowhere, just like all these helicopters showing up, and then like, like I would like you know go to walk to the store, and there's like, I can see the helicopter like mm-hmm. practically directly above me, and like you know, just, like, slowly walking back and, like, watching which way it's going, and it's, like, 
the same direction that I was heading. Mm. You know, that, Did you ever wave at it? What's that? Did you ever wave at it? Uh, no, I just kind of like <laughs> kept doing my thing. Okay. Let me run a hypothetical by you. Let's say I'm a NSA agent or an FBI agent or CIA, whatever, and I have intel that, you know, somewhere in, let's say, your neck of the woods or even just someone with your skill set is a, you know, a Chinese operative, right? Works for uh, a intelligence agency for another country or for a uh, corporation outside of U.S. interests or whatever. Uh, right. And I, I is, is this a route I would take to try to find out? Do you think you were just on a short list of suspects or even someone in your neighborhood was an actual, you know, terrorist cell or crime cell or, you know? There was actually, there was actually a dude who was found to be like a, a Russian spy, like in this city, like right. not that long ago. Okay, so do yeah. you think that that could have been related in any sense or is that something that you've looked into? Because I don't know, I, I them giving up like, is um, the craziest thing to me. Is like the feds just said, never mind on Hella, or you know they realized that you weren't the person they wanted, or you wouldn't work with them, or you know you're not you're not a, a flip turn or whatever. Yeah, like like I'm not sure, like you know everything they know about me. Like obviously they have you know access to fucking baby pictures and shit, but that doesn't really like tell you who I am now. Right. Um. I think that was and more of like a scare tactic. I don't post a whole lot on on social media anymore, anyway. But um, yeah, so I'm not sure if they already knew I was a leftist. Like, I feel like they should have known. <laughs> like, you have all those resources, and you didn't know it's gonna like turn this down. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like silly to me that. So like, you. You did mention, though, um, earlier when you first told the bus story that maybe they were trying to get you to, like, snitch on your neighbor for something or, like, another suspect. Um, yeah, like, there were, there were, you know, definitely some things going on, like, that I could see being those types of things. But, like, you know, I don't want to, like, list those. <laughs> right, right. So it's... It, 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 but it's still just one of those things like it, it could have it really could have been anything it's just what what we do what what did happen is you like, know i get the sense that it had more to do with the area than with me specifically okay. but i think like at some point they must have realized oh shit like this girl can like do some things that we don't want these other people to have access to so we really don't want her to like blow the whistle them, sort of thing you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's that's kind of how I've like made sense of it anyway. But really, I have no idea. It's just right. a series of really creepy things happening. All right. I mean, is there any other is there any other holes you want to poke, JT? Or no, I got the heebie-jeebies <laughs> good and through. Because I'm the the more you explain the situation and kind of your thoughts and going through it. Uh, hella, it it does sound like maybe like, because you you mentioned that they had caught like a Russian spy in the area. Um, yeah, but it was like a completely different area of town. Like it was the same like city, but yeah. it was like far enough away that the helicopters wouldn't make sense. 
Yeah, right. I guess like, my know. conspiracy theory on that is it could potentially, all right, we know someone in Russian asset is in, you know, the city. This city, you know, we're going to shortlist these suspects. And then the Russian spy was getting the same treatment that you were, you know? But honestly, yeah, but we're, I'm just guessing. I'm just, I'm guessing yeah. based on the, the creeps I have from someone showing you glasses from when you were a kid to try to intimidate or recruit or test. That's just something that I'm like, that's in, that's wild. You know, that's a wild, wild event to happen. That, and that you is, seem to be pretty cool about it. You're like, yeah, that's hacker shit. That, that is kind of my, my theory, well, too. Well, I mean, I've heard of, like, people getting, like, literally, like, black bagged and, like, disappeared and shit over hacking. That's crazy. I believe, like, I know that happens, you know? Yeah, like, people, like, literally just thrown in some like secret torture fucking room and just now is 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 this with is this with people that like they they were messing with the government or is it just people that it's like they were this is that's usually like you know like basically straight up spy shit like that's usually state-sponsored hacking type stuff that's that's usually reserved for the the russians and the chinese one thing that a lot of people don't really think about or believe even is that just like our government has agents and operatives overseas to fuck with other countries other countries do that here and it's like every single political movement definitely has what was that have you ever wondered like like how many starbucks baristas have you come across they're just like sleeper agents. They're just, right. They're just like. I mean, there there was that there was that um, there was that big reveal. I think it was like 2010 or 2011 with the Russian spies and. Were the FBI posted on YouTube videos them doing uh, dead drops with each other? I don't think it was that, but like one of the one of the Russian spies was this was this redheaded girl, and like a lot of people are just like, oh, like she's she's so beautiful. It's like a Bond film almost, but she had been over here for so many years and had like multiple, like she had been divorced and was like seeing someone. I think she was a real estate agent and it was just, it was just one of those things. It's like, like, like what a uh, hella said, you know, it could be as simple as a barista. That's like a sleeper agent. And it's just, they just keep, you know, trying to get in the right circles and do that kind of social hacking. Like, that's the person who's going to poison your water supply in six months. Yeah. I mean, the FBI was, were hunting these uh, these Russian spies that came. They originally immigrated, I think, through Seattle. But mm-hmm. then their thing is they'd pretend like they weren't Russian, even though they had clearly had accents. Mm-hmm. But that's like a, just a little fun fact about these spies. But there's a video of them doing an exchange of funds and information with each other on a stairwell in New York. And the FBI, just 100% as a flex against the Russian government, published that video on YouTube. Really? Yeah, you can still go look it up. <laughs> I think if you search like Russian spies, cold drop or dead drop or whatever it's called, you'll see it. And the FBI was pretty much just like, yeah, uh, we know about stuff like that. But I mean, the FBI, you know, they have they have their tentacles and plenty of things. But I'm sure there's spies they don't know about, right? Oh, absolutely. Like, what's what's really crazy is is just like how much data there is. Like, yeah, they have access to that data, but they don't have people to look through all that data yeah and find every single person of interest or every single spy yeah i mean if china gave me a couple hundred bitcoins i'd do whatever they asked (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know how they would get in contact with me. I don't know if I'm going to go to prison for saying that, but I don't know. If Russia wants to give me a few hundred bitcoins to like learn Russian and start whatever, I'll do it. You got it, boss. I'm kidding. <laughs> Hella, I'm kidding. Hella, but don't hang up. I'm kidding. She's like, I don't want to be associated with this. Quick word from the Fart Locker sponsors. Stinky Pete's Stinky Feet Cream. Woo! Makes feet three times stinkier than the leading competitors. That's stinky. Made with all natural and unnatural ingredients. Stinky Pete's Stinky Feet Cream. Woo! Get all the scents in our Stinky Feet Cream. Compost, Wet Dog, Dave's House, and Gym Locker. Still not convinced? Hear what others have to say. Ever since my husband has started using Stinky Pete, Stinky Feed Cream, he has had all the confidence and stink to ask for a raise at his dead-end job. Now we can finally move out of his mom's house. Goodbye, sissy feet, and hello, stinky feet. Call now at 555-6969 for a free six-ounce bottle to try for yourself. No credit card needed, just a valid social security number, blood type, and address. Stinky Pete's Stinky Feet Cream. The stinkiest. Woo! Well, I remember one time I was uh, I was on chat roulette, and I met this dude who said that he worked for the army, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What do you do?" And he was like, "I pretty much just try to hack the army all the time." And he was like, "I was like, why are you doing that?" And he's like, "Oh, it's a great career for after I'm done with the army with the experience I'm getting here." And I was like, "How good are you at hacking army sites?" Because he's like, "It's not just army; it's like army-related stuff." I just try to hack it. GoArmy.com. I guess he was a penetrator tester, right? What would what would, what would his job be? Yeah, yeah, a penetration tester. But so homeboy said he was doing that for the army. He didn't smoke weed, obviously, because yeah, he real. got hired by the army. For real. Yeah. So usually you have a red team and a blue team. Mm-hmm. So like the blue team is like defense, and the red team is offense. And so, like, most companies and most organizations, like, if they even have security, like, usually they don't really have a red team, which Mm -hmm. is unfortunate. It's not, like, a whole lot of jobs for it, but... There there are companies, such as, like, the Army, that they they do have the resources to, like, have an actual red team. Well, I mean, yeah, they pretty much have like unlimited money. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the army does. It's something like like would Chase Bank would they have a red team? Um, probably. I'd imagine so. Yeah, but it's. I I think it's just like once you get to this like size or this, in in the sense of the army, like this almost bottom. It seems like this bottomless pit of money that they can they can have a red team and it's just and it's it just kind of prior it's just kind of priorities with with companies it it sounds like the blue team always takes priority over a red team is that true yeah i mean for the most part defense like, over offense it's well yeah it's going to make it's going to make more sense to spend your time like paying people who are setting things up and and fixing known vulnerabilities at least like you can you know, connect out to those databases that keep like a list every time some new vulnerability is discovered. And you can, you know, upgrade to the newest version of that software that fixes that or patches that. Mm. Like that's more useful to a company than someone trying to hack you. Like, you know, those people are still like setting things up and 
mm-hmm. like doing something useful, not just like, oh, here's a problem. We should probably fix that. I remember years ago you showed me how to make someone who's blocked you on Facebook make it so it doesn't look like they blocked you. I don't even remember that. I remember yeah. you were like, this person blocked me, watch this, and then you went into the mainframe or whatever, however it works. You typed code in, you changed code, and then it just showed you their Facebook profile. Oh, yeah. No, I think I remember. Yeah, I remember doing that back in the day. Damn, that was a long, that was a while ago. If I'm right, I think you even changed information in the URL. Um, I don't even remember how I did that, to be honest with you. And I honestly am not. It's either I said URL, mainframe, source code. I don't know. But I remember it was crazy. And I was like, that is hacker shit. And that was easily 15 years ago. You can modify, like, the contents of a web page without, like, hacking into their servers or anything. You know, it's just HTML on your side, and you can rearrange that. But getting access to someone's profile is different. Like, if someone, like, getting around a block, you you have to actually connect to their servers. Hmm. Wow. Hello the hacker, everyone. Hello the hacker. Everyone give it up. She can hack the world, but she chooses not to. Thank you for not taking everyone's identity. Oh, yeah, like, if you're going to steal, like, steal from corporations, you guys. Don't steal from people. Mm -hmm. Unless it's, like, a really rich person. Like the owner of a corporation. Exactly. Hey, pawn shop? Yes. Hey, what's going on with all the pawn shops being closed on Sundays? You guys are like the only guys open. Yes, we are. Why is that? I, um, I don't know. They're religious? <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I don't work for them, so... But we're open, man. You need help with something? Well, I got a, a, a leaf blower. A pretty big one. It's an Echo. Are you familiar? The backrack kind? Yeah. Alright, as well as a Syrian-made rocket launcher. A rocket launcher? They don't take me. It's from Syria. Yeah, so that's a class 3. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't no. have class 3. Completely, uh, so... Have... No, 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 no. It's not in operation. It wouldn't work. It's a... It's a war trophy. Oh, it's a war trophy? Memorabilia? Uh, memorabilia, stuff like that. Um, I have to wait for, for, uh, for somebody that knows more about that, which is, uh... Chris, and he's not here till tomorrow. Okay, so maybe come by on Monday? Yeah, you can come by Monday. Okay, okay. I also have a stuffed German Shepherd that belonged to Adolf Hitler. No, I can't take that, man. I have a Jewish employee here. No, it, it's not, it's not a, like, it's not praising him. It's just a memorabilia. Yeah, I don't, I don't like taking memorabilia like that, because my employee is Jewish. Okay, good on you, good on you, good on you. Yeah. Uh, to be clear, I'm not a fan of Hitler. Huh? I'm not a fan of Hitler, to be clear. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is not, I'm not a pro-Hitler guy. I'm an anti-Hitler guy. If you're going to have me, if you're going to give me the rundown on it or any type of thing, anti-Hitler, coast to coast. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Um, it's a, it's a war like, trophy uh, for my grandfather. You, um, but yeah, man, wait, you don't have anything else like, made, like, laptops, tablets? Because right now what I'm paying for is more, like, for actual firearms, like, 
AK-47s, they are 15 um, jewelry, things like that. The leaf blower, it can go, I don't know which one you have, it can go anywhere from like, it can go from 100 to 250. Okay, I have a pair of jeans that belong to Elvis Presley. Do you have like certification for that? Well, it's certified. It's certified, yeah, that would be the, that would be the best stuff to bring on, on Monday. Okay. When Chris is there for the memorabilia. Yeah, for the memorabilia. Okay. What what do you think the most valuable piece of memorabilia I could bring by would be? Um, the most I've ever because he's more like a sports fanatic person. Okay. He, he likes more like like sports stuff. Okay, I actually have a baseball bat that belonged to Adolf Hitler. Oh. And it's certified. I still wouldn't want to bring that in. <laughs> okay, it's not again. I'm not. A, I'm not an Adolf Hitler. I hate Adolf Hitler. I hated him. I hate him whole through and through. Yeah. Um, I also have a pair of his dance shoes. Huh? I have a pair of Hitler's dance shoes. Tap dance shoes. I didn't know he was a tap tap fan. Yeah, he actually tried to go to college to be an artist before the whole fascism thing. Fascism. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, dude, that's about that's pretty much. But the RPG one, you can bring it in on Monday too if you want uh, Chris to take a look at it. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. What what so what's the most valuable piece of sports memorabilia you've seen come in there? Uh actually it was uh it was a rookie card from Michael Jordan. Okay, I have uh I have a rookie card of uh here, I'm I'm trying to pull it up. Uh Tyler Glass now. Who? Uh he played for the Pirates, but it was actually owned by Adolf Hitler. And I have certification that it's not only a, a real rookie card, but that Adolf Hitler himself owned it. Uh no, again. <laughs> okay, I have one of the largest Hitler collections in the world. I I believe you the way you sound. But um, yeah, that I wouldn't. I wouldn't take anything like that, man. Okay. Yeah. Again, it's not. I'm not. I'm. It, I. It's all war trophies from soldiers that fought against Hitler. To be clear. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I know that sometimes they took some of that stuff in. Raided his home. Raided it. Mm -hmm. Destroyed it. Treated it like dirt. Spit on his grave. Stole everything. Buried. Undug his body and took the clothes off his back. Damn. Um, but yeah, man, uh, if you have anything else, if you want to bring in that leaf blower, dude, I'll definitely, uh, I'll, I'll take a look at that if you want to bring it in. Today. Okay, the leaf blower was not tomorrow. owned by any head of state, though. It's just a leaf blower. <laughs> no, that's fine, buddy. Okay. Yeah, you can bring it in. Okay, well, I'll stop by. Should I bring some of the Hitler stuff, just in case he wants to take a look? No. Don't bring no, the Hitler stuff? No. Because my Jewish employees here, I wouldn't want to take it. Okay, I would. Not, I'm not trying to any type of way against the Jewish employee. I'm very pro-Jewish. Pro. I'm. In, I'm a pro-Semite. I'm 100%. Not a single anti-Semitic bone in my body. It's uh, nothing. My, don't worry, man. If anything, um, my store is like super busy right now. If anything, if you can stop by, we stay open till five, right? Okay. So, what? What's the? What do we say? Where do we land on bringing the Hitler memorabilia by? Where do we I don't land? want that. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna bring it by then. No typo, no, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. don't bring it by. Yeah. I don't want it. 100% won't bring it by. 100%. I will bring the leaf blower and the RPG. Uh, hello? Hey, yeah, I'll bring the leaf blower and the RPG by. No, 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 RPG, bring it on Monday. Okay, okay yeah. RPG. I mean, I stop by 
Monday, that'll be cool, man. Okay, so I'll bring the RPG, I'll bring the rookie card. I will not bring up the fact it was owned by Hitler. I do not think that will add value. I'll bring the leaf blower, and I'll talk to Chris. Alright, no worries, buddy. Alright, later. And that was the Fart Locker Podcast with JT and Robert. Tune in next week for an all-new episode and guest, only on the Fart Locker.